Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Once again, the Bays team is the best team, the Golden State Warriors. Welcome into a new episode of Strength in Numbers. I'm Brandon Cadiz. You can follow our Twitter on dubs underscore strength. Follow me, your host, Brandon Cadiz, on Twitter at High Brand Flakes. We have a lot to talk about today, Warriors related. We have updates on Draymond Green's ankle injury, as well as the Warriors roster looking very well meshing together with CP3, the emergence of Jonathan Kaminga and Brandon Pajemski, as we discussed last episode, and a Steph Curry buzzer beater to send Sacramento home once again. Plenty of news to cover for the Warriors this week, but we'll start it off with some major news this morning. 19 years, 19 seasons in the NBA, and Andre Iguodala has called it a career. Man, what a career for Andre Iguodala, the 2015 Finals MVP, of course, Andre Iguodala been on the roster for all of the championships in this dynasty for the Warriors from 15, 17, 18, and of course the championship year in 2022. Andre Iguodala, we got to throw it back to the 2015 final season where they took on the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Warriors were down 2-1 in the series, coming off a 96-91 loss against the Cleveland Cavaliers in Cleveland, Ohio. The Warriors then play Game 4, and here comes Steve Kerr. He inserts Andre Iguodala into the starting lineup and an explosion for the entire Warriors Finals, the start of the dynasty. This is where Golden State really came into fruition. We saw the death lineup here. Andre Iguodala, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Harrison Barnes, Andrew Bogut, and in his first game starting in an NBA Finals game, Andre Iguodala goes 22 points, 8 rebounds in that contest, 8 of 15 from the field, 4 of 9 from beyond the arc, and he was just a force to be reckoned with guarding Andre Iguodala, we were, or excuse me, guarding LeBron James. We remember the narrative of this entire 15 final series that Stephen Curry was getting cooked early on by St. Mary's legend, an alumni, of course, from my school in St. Mary's, Matthew Della Vadova. But that was all put to stop when Andre Iguodala came in. Shut down LeBron James was amazing on both ends of the floor. And that's when the Golden State Warriors really employed this short lineup with Draymond Green in there, you know. Taking Andrew Bogut out, really going small and finding a way for the Warriors to win against this Cavaliers team. That was pretty big up in the front court, right? Tristan Thompson, LeBron James. How can you forget Kevin Love as well? This Warriors team really changed course. And of course, the finals MVP for Andre Iguodala in the closeout game six in Cleveland. 25 points, five rebounds, five assists. He finished... The finals MVP in 2015 going 16.3 points, 5.8 rebounds, 4 assists, 52% shooting from the field, a 40% three-point percentage, and hey, he also had 1.3 steals 
averaging 37 minutes in the NBA Finals. Andre Iguodala, hell of a career. Hope you're golfing. Hope you're having fun. And happy retirement. I'm sure you will still be involved with the Golden State Warriors. Somehow, like all of these retired legends, always do David West, Sean Livingston. Andre Iguodala, congrats on retirement. You will forever be a legend here with the Golden State Warriors. And on the other side of this, when we talk about our sponsors here, we'll see if Warriors fans agree that Andre Iguodala should have a statue outside of Chase Center. Tweet us at dubs underscore strength and tell us if Andre Iguodala is deserving of a statue at Chase Center. But first, we have to talk about our sponsors as we do every single week. A sponsor of our show, Bet Online. It's a Texas showdown in the postseason, and Bet Online is your number one source for all your baseball wagering info with up to the minute stats, news, scores, and matchup breakdowns. Get the latest game odds, spreads, and totals for the NFL and college football at your fingertips with Bet Online's real time updates on stats, news, and odds. We have everything you need to stay up to speed on each league championship series all the way through the World Series. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Don't forget to use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. And Joe Lacob, owner of the Golden State Warriors, has come out at, and said that they look forward to eventually raising the number nine banner up in the rafters at Chase Center. So we expect a Kevin Durant jersey to be retired. We remember that having the talk that Kevin Durant's jersey will be retired sometime in Chase Center. We'll have an Andre Iguodala jersey retired up there. So 9-35 and 35 is what we can expect at least. But the statue... Is Andre Iguodala a statue-deserving player for the Warriors? Really effective in that 15 season. We remember what he did in the finals runs too, 17, 18, and of course 22 as I've mentioned. But he really had that impact there in that first year of the finals run. If you were to ask me, Stephen Curry, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, they'll have their statues. But you need to add Andre Iguodala there. He was a key factor in that first win. He, of course, was the first ever finals MVP under the Joe Lacob team, the Joe Lacob core of these starters. And, hey, maybe you'll have a statue eventually of all four in a row, but I believe that they're going to have individual statues throughout Chase Center, maybe one at each entrance, right? Maybe you have a Steph one, a Clay, a Draymond, and then you have an Iguodala one at each of the entrances, and then maybe you have one whole one where the core four are there. Of course, we'll take into consideration, we'll talk about it at a later podcast, if we believe Kevin Durant should have his statue outside of Chase Center for what he did in 17 and 18 NBA Finals, where he hit basically two dagger threes in front of LeBron James to put the series away. But today is all about Andre Iguodala. Once again, Warriors fans, tweet us, Dub Nation, at dubs underscore strength or directly at high brand flakes, Brandon Cadiz. And tell me if you believe Andre Iguodala is a statue deserving player outside of Chase Center. More news out of Warriors camp. Draymond Green is not expected to play in tonight's matchup against the San Antonio Spurs. We've been told that last week, even that he would not see any preseason time due to that left 
ankle injury. But some good news on the injury front there. Steve Kerr went on the Bay Area's 95-7 the game and said that Draymond Green would be questionable for opening night. As well as a new report, Draymond Green has had some light workouts, individual workouts, trying to ramp up and hopefully come into play on Tuesday as they take on the Phoenix Suns on opening night. Again, fans will be able to see Kevin Durant for the first time in Chase Center with fans multiple seasons with no fans due to the COVID season. Kevin Durant sitting out uh, games there when he was still on the Brooklyn Nets and the Phoenix Suns due to injuries. And now he'll finally get his opportunity. Chase Center can honor Kevin Durant. I hope fans get up on their feet Cheer on Kevin Durant. We talked about the two dagger shots that he hit over LeBron James to secure the 17 and 18 finals MVPs. Kevin Durant was a factor as much as fans don't want to admit it in his short amount of time here, leaving after the 2019 finals uh, with the Toronto Ra- or against the Toronto Ram- Raptors with that Achilles injury. Kevin Durant did so much for this organization. I know people are saying he robbed Steph of some potential finals MVPs. But hey, at the end of the day, Warriors have four titles. They're shooting for number five. And it's going to be a sight to see on Tuesday night. So if you're going to be out there at Chase Center, make sure to get on your feet. Cheer for Kevin Durant. Cheer for Chris Paul. We got to cheer for him now, too. He's a member of the Golden State Warriors, of course, and he has had a terrific preseason. You know, a couple of games there were some turnovers, a good amount of them. But in the most recent game where the Warriors sent Sacramento away home with a Steph Curry dagger three, we'll play that sound just in a bit. But Chris Paul came off the bench, actually, with Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, Jonathan Kaminga, and Trace Jackson Davis in the starting lineup. Steve Kerr has really tinkered with the lineup throughout preseason. And the first time, Chris Paul coming off the bench, 13 points, 6 rebounds, and 9 assists. Chris Paul had the best game of preseason with the Warriors, arguably. Three turnovers there, but he was a plus 9 for this Warriors offense, this Warriors team. And when he just drives to the lane, whether it's rejecting a screen, coming off of a screen, dribbling between his legs and have crisp pocket passes to Trace Jackson Davis, to Kevon Looney. I mean, Chris Paul, this offense just looks electric with their passing. It's that extra hockey pass, that skip pass. Hey, he'll kick it out to Trace Jackson Davis and then kick it to the corner one more time for Clay. Swing pass across the court there to Steph Curry for an open three. The chemistry with this entire team is really well. And CP3 and Jonathan Kaminga, we talked about their connection there and working with each other uh, during the offseason. Dario Saric also had his best game against the Kings. 14 points, 6 rebounds, 6 of 10 from the field. He was a factor there. Uh, of course, with the screens with Chris Paul really having the chemistry between them two. Andrew Wiggins found his groove. 16 points, 7 of 10 from the field. We love to see that from two-way wigs. A lot of defensive mishaps and rotation issues here with the Warriors in this tune-up game against the Sacramento Kings. We love to talk about the turnovers, and the Warriors had a lot of those. 
22 turnovers for the Warriors resulted in 20 points off turnovers for the Sacramento Kings. And the Warriors were down by 18 points. It was a struggle up until that fourth quarter where the Warriors exploded 20 or 40 points in the fourth quarter for Golden State. 26 for the Sacramento Kings and 16 of those 40 came from Stephen Curry and three of them came within the last five seconds. NBC Sports Bay Area and Bob Fitzgerald with Steph Curry's game-winning three over De'Aaron Fox. Thompson to Wiggins. Steph's got it. Eight seconds. De'Aaron Fox had a chance to answer right back. A fadeaway drifting three to his left from the left wing and airballed. The Warriors are 4-0 in preseason play thanks to that Stephen Curry dagger three. 116-115 to 115 and 30 points for number 30 himself. Four rebounds, five assists, 10 of 18 from the field, 8 of 12 from beyond the arc. And we love to see that from Stephen Curry. He looked amazing. He's starting to ramp things up up uh it was an overtime game too uh in that contest with the Warriors and the Kings the night before or excuse me a couple nights before Jonathan Kaminga dropped 28 points that game uh six rebounds uh 13 of 17 from the free throw line we love the aggressiveness there from JK and we love that free throw percentage only missing four of his 17 attempts we know JK has been working on his shot especially the three-point shot, the mid-range jumper. And, of course, we love to see the free throw percentage come up. Uh, Jonathan Kaminga leading the NBA preseason in points per game. And until the last contest against the Sacramento Kings where Brandon Pajemski sat out, Pajemski led the NBA in preseason assists as well. But the story of this most recent contest was Trace Jackson Davis. He looked like a veteran out there against DeMontis Sabonis. And I don't know if that's DeMontis Sabonis's play also helping out with that, being poor play-wise against a rookie. But if that's the rookie stepping up and securing a double-double with 13 points, 10 rebounds, 6 of 14 from the field. And how did this guy fall in the draft? A lot of people are asking, how did the Warriors steal this kid out of Indiana? He looks so good. He was, you know, in talks for uh, player of the year, I remember, at one point in college. And it was just amazing to see TJD. We're going to call him that. If you can't say Trace Jackson Davis, we're going to refer to him as TJD throughout this entire season and his career with the Golden State Warriors. He was the 57th overall pick. We remember he dropped there late into the second round and... He was a two-time Big Ten all-defensive team member. A Big Ten freshman team was part of that. He was also a consensus first-team All-American last season. And he was also given the Carl Malone Award, which was the Power Forward of the Year in college basketball. And being on defensive teams there, you really saw what he did against DeMontis Sabonis. He bullied Sabonis. He forced him into some difficult hook shots that DeMontis could not nail. Sabonis only finished with 12 points and, hey, 10 rebounds, 8 assists. Almost had a triple-double, but 4 of 10 from the field. And in crucial late-game moments, Trace Jackson Davis knew how to cut to the basket. He knew how to attack. He had a couple dunks there 
late and was just found by teammates. He he was playing. He was like GP2 down there in those short corners, knowing when to roll and attack. When a defender lost him, he knew how to sneak down inside and just pour it on. I mean, a, Trace Jackson Davis really is a factor for this team. These two rookies that the Warriors drafted and Pajemski and Trace Jackson Davis, they look like veteran players. They look like guys that can immediately make the roster, especially TJD. Brandon Pajemski might see some time down there in Santa Cruz with the Santa Cruz Warriors just because of how guard-heavy this Warriors team is. But TJD, well, I'd love to see what he does tonight if Steve Kerr plays him again. I mean, if he takes on Victor Wembanyama, it might be a different story. But coming off a performance like that, I want to see consistency, right? And the Warriors went... Counting here, the Warriors went 10 deep in their most recent game, and they treated the game against the Kings like an actual game, right? Steve Kerr arrested everyone when they were down by 18 points, but Mike Brown and the Kings, they still had all their starters out there. They were trying to pour it on, so Steve Kerr said, hey, let's put the starters back in. Let's see what they can do to try to come back, and I think it was like people that were at the game and the the talks on Twitter were like, it felt like a preseason game, or excuse me, it did not feel like a preseason game. It felt like a playoff type of atmosphere where the Warriors fans, everyone was on their feet when it got down to the late minutes. It was a curry flurry type of run. It, it felt amazing to get Chase Center rocking like that. And again, 10 deep for the Golden State Warriors. I told you guys what the starting lineup was. Steph, Clay, Andrew, TJD, and Kaminga. And Sarich, Paul, Corey Joseph, GP2, and Moses Moody off the bench. It was the first minutes of action that we saw from Corey Joseph. Nine minutes. Didn't do too much. Three rebounds, three assists. He did not score a single point. So we'll see if Joseph makes the roster. Well, yes, Corey Joseph is going to be on the roster. Excuse me. I was more saying that Rudy Gay, if we see him on this Golden State Warriors roster, um, he was a DNP as well as Brandon Pajemski, Roddy McGruder, Lester Quinones. So we'll see if that's an indication of who's going to make the team for those final roster spots. Uh, Devontae Green was signed and immediately released within less than 24 hours or a one-day time frame. Um I don't know what the Warriors thinking there was, maybe of trying to retain him. Maybe he'll be a Santa Cruz Warriors player later on. But we got to talk about the elephant in the room, too. It's great to see all of these players, all these young rookies step up. But I think for this season, a lot of people are going to say that the key factor is going to be Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson, 2 of 10 from the field, 5 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists, 1 of 4 from beyond the arc. And in the first... Uh, game against Sacramento he also struggled there Clay starting four of nine from the field two of three from beyond the arc 12 points in 17 minutes um, you know taking on the Lakers you know those box numbers didn't look too good either I think that was probably his best game that overtime win against the Sacramento Kings um, for Clay in the second contest down there uh, against the LA Lakers we take a look at his box numbers three of ten from the field eight points and Clay, his mental aspect, um, you know, I think that contract might be affecting him and how he plays a little bit. We'll be lying if it didn't. And, you know, there was that report coming out of ESPN that the Warriors and Clay Thompson are nowhere near on a deal, a contract extension this offseason. Talks there from... League sources saying that, hey, he most likely will be a free agent by the end of the year. Now, 
if you're the Golden State Warriors, if Clay's going to heat it up, if he's going to have a contract year, explosive type of season, you're going to have to pay up more for him. But if Clay has a down type of season and you secure him later on, then you're going to benefit from those yearly totals, right? You might pay less for him per year each season. So if you're Joe Lacob and the Golden State Warriors and Mike Dunleavy, you're taking a gamble of signing Clay later and you're kind of hoping he doesn't have productive numbers to get him on a cheaper contract. But if you're Clay, you want this deal done now so you don't have to think about it later in the season. But I think Clay understands it's a business and when it gets done, it gets done. Similar to Steve Kerr, his contract has not been signed yet. And Steve Kerr isn't worried about the extension either. He says that if it gets done, it'll get done. And I think this is the mindset, um, especially with Clay Thompson, that he has to have in a championship type of season. You have this championship core that added CP3, and they're looking really good in preseason. Clay needs to step his game up, and I think it will make or break the Warriors season this year, depending on Clay Thompson showing up. And others might argue that it's Andrew Wiggins. He missed significant time last season due to the injury and then due to those personal reasons that he came back from. And in the playoffs, he looked pretty good. He looked pretty decent. I'll say that he looked better than Clay Thompson. So I think Andrew Wiggins is going to bounce back and have that type of year where he's going to go up for those O boards. We saw what he did against the Boston Celtics. That's the type of Andrew Wiggins that we want. You combat that and you have Jonathan Kaminga now who is rebounding is on full display this preseason, not only with the scoring that he's really worked on the rebounding this offseason. And you can tell that the Warriors have guys that can rebound and Hey, they might be smaller um, when you look at the screen and say, who did they add, right? They added Dario Saric, though, and now Trace Jackson Davis. And if he can keep that consistency and he can be a player that Steve Kerr can rely on, the Warriors are much bigger up front. Um, we, were, we know Kevon Looney and his size um, and the effort that he has on the O-boards. Kevon Looney 6'9", right? And you take a look at Dario Saric. He's a guy that came over from Phoenix. The, the three-pointer, the pick-and-pop, it was on full, dis, full display this preseason. TJD is also 6'9". And Dario Saric, we look at his height, 6'10". So they're within an inch of each other. But the Warriors have significantly got better in that department have gotten bigger in that department and I think they can contend with the Los Angeles Lakers as I said last episode it's really going to be the question of contending with these bigger teams like Philadelphia Milwaukee and Giannis the aggressiveness of these physical players can the Warriors center position hold up to that and I think that's a question that's going to be answered what during the first couple of weeks of the regular season We'll close it off with this. Sorry, folks, we're having some audio issues here, so we got to cut this podcast short. Um, what I would like to see tonight, if you're going to Chase Center 2, by the way, I will be there. I will see Victor Wembanyama up close and personal taking on this Warriors team. What i like to see in this final preseason game, and Warriors fans, what do you want to see tonight? Tweet at me at High Brand Flakes, or, of course, the podcast page at dubs underscore strength. What do you want to see 
from this Warriors team heading into the final game tonight of preseason to make you feel good about the regular season? What do you want to see out of Klay Thompson tonight? Do you want to see an explosive game where he plays 25 to 30 minutes and get that shot back? Is it Brandon Pajemski and him coming back into the rotation tonight and seeing what he can bring and keep up the consistency with the assists? Is it still Chris Paul? Do you want him to be consistent with his assists and playmaking ability? Is it Steph Curry? Is it Andrew Wiggins? What do you need to see tonight to feel amazing in the first game of the regular season when they take on the Phoenix Suns? Because right away, you're going to be swinging with the big boys. You're going to have Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, and Kevin Durant. That's going to be a tough test for game number one of the season. And I hope it's not going to be a type of game where the Warriors get blown out right away. Um, remember that happening a couple of years back where it was the, James Wiseman's rookie year and the Warriors got blown out in the Brooklyn Nets. Of course, we know Klay Thompson was out that season, but let's have a strong showing opening night as well as closing out the regular season 5-0 undefeated. The vibes are back. You see the bench going crazy with the three-point celebrations from Steph Curry, Rudy Gay there, even Draymond Green. He was wearing his own Draymond Green show hat and the vibes look immaculate for this team. The bench of youngsters and veterans mixed up together this team is on a mission to win the nba championship but also they're on a mission to win the in-season nba tournament the first ever in-season nba tournament tournament and we saw comments made by the owner joe lakeup that he was told by draymond green and cp3 that they're all in it they want to win this in-season tournament and also win the nba championship step by step brick by brick the warriors are building something special this season and i know it's early in the preseason but the chemistry is there right jordan Poole exploded for 41 points with the washington wizards we got to mention that i mean a lot of people on dub nation twitter they were saying hey the move is wrong look what look what jordan Poole can do when he's given that offense and Reports have also came out, um, that report from The Athletic, that Jordan Poole and Draymond Green's relationship just could not be mended, that Steve Kerr encouraged Draymond Green to take Jordan Poole out to dinner and try to apologize, but that never happened. Jordan Poole was pulled aside after games with Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr can only coach and critique him after games and not in front of the team after that whole situation with uh draymond green and uh jordan Poole, where Poole didn't pass the pass the ball to draymond green and green walked away or looked away and Poole had to be you know coached to steve kerr pulled aside not necessarily during games and told his mistakes and the vibes just weren't there last season that punch really changed everything and now getting the details and diving into it we really see how that can affect the team right um that didn't have those veterans that didn't have the elite start the elite starters but also the elite bench that they do have this season a dario sarge and a cp3 can easily have stopped that and you know a more mature lineup now Jordan Poole is doing his thing, and I think he's going to lead, lead the league in scoring there with the Washington Wizards. But this is the team that the Warriors wanted, a good group of young guys and veterans that are rolling throughout the preseason, and I hope they can continue that into the regular season. Now, for tonight, Victor Wembanyama, we got to talk about him, a star player in the NBA, of course, the first overall pick for the san antonio spurs overseas from france i'm looking forward to his defensive capabilities his just 
point guard passing skills as well and his ability to just play you know with the ball in his hands and really be like a point guard maybe i'll see a one-legged three-pointer tonight it is all to be seen tonight as the golden state warriors look to go undefeated in preseason at five and oh at chase center tonight tip off at 7 p.m pacific standard time the Warriors, Stephen Curry, again, coming off that dagger three. Um, this game tonight is on NBA TV, not a um, local regional sports game here for NBC Sports Bay Area. So check out your local listings, and hopefully you can catch this one tonight at Shea Center, where they're going to be there in person or watching from your TV. As always, everyone, thank you for tuning in to this episode of Strength in Numbers. You can follow us on our podcast page at dubs underscore strength. Follow all the podcasts, Warriors related, under Rick Barry's house on Twitter. My podcast here, of course. You got Rick Barry's podcast where he'll hop on every so often. And of course, Size Corner, our other guy, Cyrus Sots, is covering the Warriors. He covers another network with warriors based stuff you can follow him there as well but hey folks that's all the time we got for this episode thanks for bearing with us with the audio issues that we're having we're trying to figure this out and hopefully next week get all of this sorted out to have an even longer episode but i appreciate the support once again it's good to be back on the mic talking golden state warriors basketball and the next time i talk to you all hopefully we are 1-0 against the phoenix suns and the regular season get started as always folks until next time go warriors this show is presented by bet online listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube